back to another episode of Black Girl Fly. I'm your girl, Tanisha Nicole. And I'm Tashana Dixon. And today we're talking about to vaccine or to not vaccine. That is not. (laughs) (laughs) So I I think more appropriately about the vaccine and black people and vaccines in the black community. Correct. I think that's that's much better. Why are you hating? (laughs) Why are you hating? Okay. Anywho. All right, so you got some talking points on this. You know, you're the researcher over here. Yeah, so as it's coming out, I, I think it's important to talk about, you know, everybody's in this corona thing, and, and we're now getting to the point where um, cities are not mandating mask wearing and, and they're opening up facilities 100%, and, and there's really all this risk that still lives out here, right? Um, and, and so, of course, the, the saving grace is, is that we finally have a vaccine. But do we really? <laughs> Why do you say that? Do I mean, we, do we really? So I mean that the majority of people in the country have not had the vaccine yet. And so doing all of this, it's way premature. Oh, you mean like opening up so early? Yes, yes, yes. And gotcha. we know from history that this is going to significantly impact the black community more then it will impact other communities. Black and brown. Black, I'll say black, black and, and brown. brown. Yes, that's I, real. I that's agree. real. I think Texas like really believes their blizzard <laughs> got rid of COVID. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> it was cold. <laughs> it froze it. Is that I'm what, sorry. Is that that's what's going so on? insensitive. <laughs> I'm trying to make it make sense. You know, and, and I live in Texas quite a bit. I try to support Texas, but I just can't go with this one. It's the country of Texas. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. But but no, so seriously, though, like, I think we can't just pretend there's nothing that we should do about this. About, about vaccines. About vaccines. Right. About, yes, it's available now. How do we make sure that we educate and that we make the black and brown community feel comfortable about taking this in about putting this in their body about trusting the people who are providing this service that's a good question i know a few black people who have gotten it gotten the vaccine already some very excited like in the healthcare industry mm-hmm. frontline workers right like some people have been very excited but some people have been very weary and I don't know. I mean, I don't know what to make of that. You don't know what to make of them being weary? I mean, well, you're saying that we should be convincing them to get the vaccine, but they have a lot of reason to have mistrust. Yeah. So, okay. So mistrust. So, so, and vaccines. Have you read the study? So, so there's this big issue, even, even beyond this COVID environment, but should I vaccinate my kids or not? You know, there's this whole movement about not vaccinating, but haven't we made progress because of it? So like diseases that should be, right. you know, Polio, yeah, no <laughs> measles, it's gone. Right. You know, have, don't we have enough proof to say that this works? And, and what is the proof that says that it's harming your kids or it's harming individuals? Yeah, I mean, I can easily play the devil's advocate. Go ahead, I want to hear it. Let's <laughs> like, go, let's go. I mean, I think, right, like, there is historical evidence around, right, we don't have polio. We, you know, we get vaccine, vaccinated currently for measles, right? So we don't have huge outbreaks like that anymore. But 
those vaccines have been tested over three and four and five decades. This vaccine was made in less than 12 months. Yeah, but... I think that's the part that people are a little bit more wary about. Bureaucracy and, and all the old rules. So, so those things were tested. But how long ago did we make that requirement in medicine? How, how much more have we brought our technology forward to be able to do what we've done with the vaccine for corona? Right? Yeah. I mean, I think you make a good point. But there are a lot of things we haven't figured out, and we've existed for hundreds of thousands of years. <laughs> Is that going to be your argument? Is that where you're going with it? So I, mean, so, I, so I, I understand that. I mean, I'm, I'm always a person, personally, who's going to come down to, like, choice. You know, do you, boo, is, like, my thing. If you would like to vaccinate, please go right ahead. But if you don't and have some discomfort around it, I don't personally feel like it's my job to try to convince you otherwise, but I think but is you that have, you have a different perspective at the at the risk of everyone else. So we have been in lockdown for a year. In that time, and and you know, I, I do recognize that some cases happened before that, so a little bit more than a year, right? We've been having these cases. Five hundred thousand people That's have died. That's a lot. That's a lot. And even more were affected. Like they're not talking about the people who had really traumatic experiences, who were in hospitals, who who were put on ventilators and made it. These are 500,000 people have died. Yeah. And, yeah. and so at what point do we sit down and say, let's, let's do something about it? So do right? you think vaccines should be mandatory? So now, now you're jugging on the line. I think that you can't make anything that people have to put in their body mandatory, but I think that everyone should be educated, if that makes sense. So I, I think that right now it's open to the public. You do what you want. You get information if you want. Um, and no one is saying, let's make sure we educate people so that they can make an educated decision. And what's the education you think that is needed? I mean, about the success of vaccines about what it means and, and what you're susceptible to if you don't take the vaccine. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I just think that you have to, at some point acknowledge that we are not on an equal playing field, that the reason that there's a discrepancy. So I actually read a study that says of the vaccines um, distributed now only 5% of the people who received it were African-American, 60% were white. And so you have to recognize the the history behind why black people are more skeptical than whites. And you have to educate them on, on the differences and, and what was done, right? So you said, you mentioned the fact that this was produced faster than any other vaccines that we've, we've gone about. Talk about what steps were missed in the process, what steps we did do to validate the success, right? And, and make sure that people who are making that determination not to <laughs> or to take the vaccine understand that before they make their decision. Yeah, I definitely agree. I definitely agree with that. I um, When you were talking, you made me think of like, uh, you know, the reasons why people are still or have historically had this mistrust. Mm-hmm. We think about things like the Tuskegee experiment and Henrietta Lacks. And when I think about history, I saw this movie a couple of years ago. I think it was called Detroit. I've seen it. And it, it was set in Detroit. And basically 
I don't know, it had to be maybe the 70s or 80s or something like that. But moral of the story is, like, these white cops, like, took advantage of these young black males in the movie. And they ended up killing them senselessly. Like, it was a crazy, like, sad and devastating movie. And I was so upset when I left the theater because, and it, like, sat with me for at least a week. Because I was like, this is still happening today. Like, I can turn on my news and see the same exact thing happening today. So you're saying in terms of, like, vaccinations, will there be another Tuskegee experiment? And I think that's part of, you know, we talk about the evidence of things working, but what is the evidence that practices have changed changed and mindsets have changed, especially coming out of a post-Trump era? (laughs) (laughs) And how do we know this is not another, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think that's a good point, and I think it's up to... Society as a whole, up to us to make that known, right? That we can set parameters around this is what's going on. This is how I can say successfully that this will not occur, that this is not. I think we, as the United States in general, have a tendency to try to dust under the rug our poor historical choices right. and pretend like they didn't happen when it still leaves a lasting effect right. on all the people who were impacted by it. And so I argue that that's part of the education that needs to happen, yeah. but it's going in the other direction. Yeah. It's going to the people who are trying to disseminate these vaccines. Y'all need to be educated on what your ancestors did, you know, what your predecessors did. Yeah. So with the statistics out there that I, that I talked about, do you think that people in the white community understand that, that that is what's going on in the black and brown communities? I was in a meeting a couple of weeks ago with some very high-level professionals, a.k.a. CEOs of companies Mm -hmm. in education. They were not aware the reason that we have a shortage of black teachers is because of Brown versus Board. Because when they did Brown versus Board in segregated school, desegregated schools, there were less opportunities for black teachers because White families didn't want their students being taught by black teachers. And black families wanted their kids to be able to go to the white schools. So So was this like an aha moment? I mean, what happened? So I'm just like, (laughs) if they didn't know that and they work in education and like they're these CEOs. And I was trying to think of what year was Brown versus Board of Education? 50s, 60s? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, so if people don't know that, I'm like, I think of course people probably don't know about Tuskegee Airmen, and I'm sure there are more than just those two that I can think of. Yeah, yeah, no, I I agree. And so it's cultural, right? So to me, that goes back to the whole sweeping history under the rug. Wow. I mean, just even thinking about our our leaders in in Congress and Senate and just government in general, what you just said, CEOs, leaders of of corporations who actually provide, you know. Services in these industries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I think about our high school. We were some of the first black people that these people had ever seen, like real life. Yeah. And they're teenagers. Like this stuff is not, abnormal and I really think it's it's not hard for people to like miss and not know this stuff because that's not in the history but yeah that's yeah. not what they teach us no, I mean maybe now I think the curriculum has done a lot of changing but really because I, I haven't had that experience one of my daughters uh they sent home a notice so she's in kindergarten and they were like just so you know 
our school doesn't celebrate Black History Month. <laughs> and we will not be teaching. <laughs> oh, what? And I was like, oh, wow. And But it's, it's funny, you though. You not tell me that. No, because my other daughter, she came back and she's like, Mom, did you know that there's black history? <laughs> I need to drink a water on that one. What? But, no, oh, but, but I, I'm saying that there is a realm. Like, like you have to acknowledge that there are going to be pockets where this information just is not readily available. Right, and right, and right. what Caucasian, you know, white male who's never been oppressed is going looking for <laughs> opportunities to learn about people who have, right? Yeah. You have to go out of your way, yeah. right? To educate yourself. Yeah. It was uh, something. So I'm kind of getting off topic, but it was, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm the queen of that. <laughs> queen, it was uh, something came out recently where uh, they were talking about the black national anthem. Mm. And, and, and there was like a meme that said, at this point, all the white people who thought they were woke realized that they weren't. <laughs> that a lot that's of people funny. didn't know that there was a national black anthem. Oh, that's so funny. And, and, that's funny. And and I think that largely society still exists like that, right? Like like black people have a community where that community knows about the things that have happened. Right. But if you're outside of that community, you don't have that information. And it's not like documented anywhere. Yeah. It's literally just passed on. Through the storytelling and the generations and the family experiences. Yeah. Wow. I never thought about that before. So to vaccinate or not to vaccinate? <laughs> All right. Back to the topic. <laughs> I don't know. That's what you. <laughs> so will you, will you vaccinate? I don't know. I'm not a big vaccinator. Um, I don't know. I haven't decided yet. Okay. I think you got my stance in in my yes. <laughs> in my talk. I mean, I I had been a little bit worried about the effects. I heard like you know effects on pregnancy. That's what I was worried about for you. But I mean, I think for kids going to school, I think they need to be vaccinated. Yeah, I was like I realized in the coronavirus. I told you this a while, a few months back. Everything I did with my kids was so nasty. <laughs> Like all the museums, where you touch everything. And, oh, kids and are the Chuck E. Cheese and the playgrounds and kids the- are disgusting. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, I remember taking the girls to the pool one time, and they're like drinking the water at the public <laughs> pool. I'm like, Lord have mercy! This is immunity boosting. <laughs> is that what you want? Like, y'all are gonna have some very strong immunity <laughs> drinking this disgusting water. Oh my gosh! But yeah, so <sighs> I think what we've come to though is, is through all of this that it's all about education. Mm-hmm. That I personally, and it sounds like Tanisha, wouldn't mandate that you go out and get a vaccine without you really understanding all the facts. So ask the questions. Make sure you understand what the process has been, you know, in in really making sure that this vaccine works and what was skipped, right? But be real with it. You you realize that this happened at a much faster pace, what was skipped, and really the true numbers around success of vaccinations and and not, and what that means. A lot of people have been, I would say, ignorance has been protected. There's a a theory called the herd principle, where in, in, in the vaccination world, just because the majority of us have been vaccinated, we're actually protecting the ones who haven't been vaccinated. So I think in that there lies a bunch of false security 
And so just make sure you're you're asking questions that you understand what was done, what wasn't, what does this mean to my body? What is going on? What's the science behind it? Um, and then make an educated decision. Stop going with the, the social media memes that tell you what to do with your life or, or somebody's Twitter post and, and they're not doctors and they haven't been in this and, and make sure that you do your due diligence. Amen to that. Amen to that. Nothing to add other than hashtag have the conversation. <laughs> I think she added a new one. Hashtag ask, ask the questions. <laughs> so she until, say on me with this social media thing. Right. So until next time, y'all, I'm your girl, Tanisha Nicole. And I'm Tashana Dixon. And, and we, we are Black Girl Fly. Girl Fly.